Well, there's just two sleeps before the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Will it be a Raiders fairy tale or will the Roosters dynasty roll on? We're live from Martin Place for FanFest. Coming up on Inside the NRL, countdown is well and truly on. We'll have some special guests to tell you where the game will be won and lost. Could another premiership immortalise Kronk? And an NRL legend meets NBA royalty with Paul Pierce in the house. Hello and welcome to Inside the NRL, live from Martin Place. I'm Katie Brown, Jamie Soward, Michael Chamis. We're back on deck today. Grand final week, Raiders and Roosters, last show of 2019. We can Can have a break after this. And we have an audience. Do we have any Roosters fans at Martin Place? Oh, there's no Roosters fans anywhere. No. Oh, the sledge. It might be a few Raiders fans. I'll see a few Raiders fans out there. Is there any Canberra Raiders fans? There we go. There's always a few. All the South fans, you know your team's not playing this week, don't you? (laughs) Just saying I feel like that's too soon. Touchy, touchy there. Hey, gents, week, how's it been? We've obviously had the Dally M's. We saw James Tedesco take that award out. Pretty incredible. There was no one really too close, was there? No, there wasn't. I think James Tedesco's last two years, really, you think about he's won the Brad Fittler medal, the Wally Lewis medal. Now, will he cap it off on the weekend uh, with a Clive Churchill medal? We'll have to wait and see, but he's by far been the best player and you talk about after origin, Chemis. We see so many players after origin, they just can't get their rhythm back. But he's gone to another level. It's, it's rare that we see players go to another level. Well, most players that played in origin have sort of dipped post-origin period. But James Tedesco has gone to another level. And you see the last two years. I know we've been saying that Cameron Smith's the best player in the game. But I, I think James Tedesco is now, he's overtaken Cameron Smith as the number one player in the game. I know you wow. probably disagree. But the no, way well, he's been able to play the yeah, last couple Smith's of years. Yeah, Smith's been doing it for 15 he years. Has. That's, he has. That's the, what he has in his favour. But... Tedesco, for me right now, is the best player in the world. Do you know what's scary is that Trent Robinson said he still has another year or two. Can you believe that? Do well, you really think like he's got to change with the game, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. But you think back to about round seven or eight last year against the Sharks. That was his game that he broke out, that they got the attack right. And I think they've been able to build around James Tedesco rather than him try and fit in. They've actually seen how he can get the ball better. He attacks through the middle of the ruck. He supports better than anyone else in the game. So... He, they've actually built their game more around him than him trying to fit into their system. Well, we'll get more into the footy chat a bit later, but today we're at FanFest, and we were. We've been at FanFest all week. It's been incredible. It's really great at Martin Place to have this live crowd. We saw the men uh, with their grand final presentations earlier, and today, of course, it was the women's presentations, the Dragons and the Broncos. Who is your tip in that grand final disaster? Oh, I'm going for the upset. I think the Dragons can get the job done. I know the Broncos have probably been the best team well, yeah, a few Dragons <laughs> fans out here. I, I think, you know, especially on the back of Jess Sergis winning the Dally M, Kezia's playing well. I, I think the Dragons will be too strong. Uh, I, I go for the best player, and that's Ali Brigginshaw. I think her game's been down this year, but her game management has gone to another level. So I think the Broncos will create history and go back-to-back. All right. Well, there was something a little different this morning. We actually had NBA royalty come <laughs> to Martin Place, and uh, someone... <laughs> Had a heart attack, you mate. I have never seen you so nervous. Jamie Soward is rarely lost for words. Yeah, uh, you've all heard him all year. <laughs> amazing, amazing morning. It's uh, to get Paul Pierce down here. The truth, meeting the NBA fans in Australia, but also in our biggest week in our game, the NRL game, coming down and promoting. I think 
everywhere in the world this morning across NBA Australia and NBA Global have seen the passion that we have for our game in the NRL and how we can bring people in from other sports. So to have Paul Pierce down here this morning, easily one of the highlights. Uh, uh, my wife, of course, and my daughter are up there, but <laughs> Paul Pierce has just pipped them. Oh. He's, he's just pipped them. Whoa, whoa. That what? is a I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately, okay. your wife's going to have a reminder of Paul Pierce for the rest of her life. Yes. <laughs> I don't think we'll give that away just yet. That's like I've got a jersey. Can I go and get the jersey? No, not right now. I've got time. Right get I'm going to go get, get the, jersey the jersey to show the fans. Okay, yeah, go get, the get the jersey. You get the jersey. You weren't the only one treated to meeting Paul Pierce. Our reporter Zach Bailey caught up with him a little earlier. Yeah, thanks, Katie. Absolutely love Grand Final Week. We get to speak to a lot of NRL legends. Ricky Stewart, Cooper Cronk and all the Grand Finalists yesterday. Oh, whoa. What's going on? And you never know who you're going to bump into. <laughs> NBA legend Paul Pierce, uh, thanks for joining us. Oh, hey, what, it's good to be here. What are you doing in Sydney? Man, I'm here for the NRL Finals. Come on now, this is one of the biggest sport events here in Sydney. Why wouldn't I be here? And you get to hang out with one of our greatest players of all time, the great JT? Jonathan Thurston. I get to see JT? What? Oh, man, this is everything I could have asked for. Now, of course, his nickname is JT, obvious after his name, Jonathan Thurston, but... Tell us why your nickname is The Truth. Well, look, I'm The Truth. Come on, Paul, The Truth Pierce. That's because I gave people buckets in the NBA. It was given to me by Shaq. You know, I went into Lakers uh, Stadium, scored 42 points, and after the game, he was like, I'm The Truth. So you're here for the NRL Grand Final. Have you seen much of the NRL yet? No, I haven't. You know, I haven't had a chance. I, only what I've seen on TV, I've never been to a live match. Just imagine if you never saw uh, a live Super Bowl or NBA game and your first game was a finals match and so that's what I'm excited to do. I'm going to like the... It can't get no better than that. Alright, now I want to show you one clip. It was our hit of the year in the NRL this year, okay? Okay, let me check it out. Okay, we got George Tafu coming up. Oh my goodness! See, I... I, I don't... Jeez. Come on, watch watch where you're going. It's like a Mack truck just ran into him. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Now, now that's is, is it going to be like these type of hits? Hopefully, hopefully. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. What do you think his nickname should be? Man, he should just be called the Mack truck. The Mack truck. <laughs> He's just running people over. When he come and get out the way. Now, here in Australia, we have four weeks of finals, but the two best teams on grand final day, they only play one game. Do you think we should follow the American model and maybe play two, three, four, even seven games? I don't know, man. It's just the physicality of it. You know, it's hard to play that many grueling games. If you're seeing people get hit, like I just saw that hit, how are you going to play more than one game? You might not be able to recover after one. That's true. And, of course, this weekend you'll be at the NRL Grand Final. We've got the Roosters against the Raiders. I have to ask you, who are you supporting this Sunday? Oh, my gosh. Why are you putting me in this spot? Oh, man. You know, I was, uh, so, I think, uh, let's see, the underdog are probably going to be the Raiders, huh? Yeah. So I, I got to go for the underdog. Yeah. You, the Viking clap. Make sure you get around the Viking clap before the game. It's a big clap. They blow a horn and a big clap. I need to learn it then. We'll teach you. All right. Sounds All right. great. Paul, right, and, uh, joining us on NRL.com. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, I couldn't find the jersey. I packed it away because we've got something else. It's actually Katie's birthday. Oh! <laughs> Can we sing happy birthday? You. Happy oh birthday God. to you. Thank you. Happy birthday, dear Katie. Happy birthday to you. Bip, right. Bip.
Yeah, right. And we've got some signs out there from your family as well. Oh my gosh, that's so... <laughs> so, happy wow. birthday, Katie. You work very hard, you, you deserve are... it. Thanks. Jamie and I thought that you might have sung a little bit louder. Can we do it again? Uh, I didn't know I was happy to sing happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hope you have a great day. Oh, thanks, guys. That's really nice. Well, it's not, it's not so only nice. a special day for Katie, it's a special day for Jamie as well. Jamie, as I said, your wife's going to have a constant reminder yes. of how special Paul Pierce is in your life. Yes. So this morning uh, I met Paul Pierce and went and got a tattoo. A tattoo. Paul Pierce's signature <laughs> on the backside forever. Have you uh, got, your, got your wife's name tattooed yet? On the rump. You got your wife's name tattooed yet? Or? Yeah, I do. Okay, I got that right. first. Right. I can't show you where I've got my wife's tattoo, <laughs> but it's a little bit rude. <laughs> We've got Damien Cook with us. Uh, Round of applause for yeah. Damien Cook. Are there some South fans here? I feel Thank like there's you. plenty of South fans. Plenty Please of South fans. Now, unfortunately, you're not in the, the big dance this Sunday, but it was a pretty good effort. Take us back to last week and um, I guess how you move forward with Wayne Bennett and the rest of the squad. Yeah, it's, it's always disappointing to, to lose in that preliminary final. You're, you're one win away from going to the grand final. and. Uh, so it's a bit heartbreaking. It will be hard to watch this weekend, but you know, credit to the Raiders. They've been getting the job done, and that's all we've got to do. So uh, good luck to them. That's who I'll be supporting. But for us moving forward, uh, you know, we've we just got to keep growing as a team. We've got Wayne in a, a year earlier than we, we expected. Um, so I'm looking forward to working with him again next year, and uh, we've just got to keep getting better and better. Damien is one of the best hookers in the game. Where does Josh Hodgson rank? Yeah, for so long we thought Cameron Smith is the number one. Where does Josh Hodgson sit on that list of hookers? I, I probably put Josh Hodgson up, with no disrespect to Cameron at all, but you know, on form this year, I'd probably say Josh is probably the best hooker in the game at the moment. So, uh, wow. just uh, both sides of the ball. He's, he's doing everything Cameron's doing. Uh, uh, they're very similar players, uh, but I find him very exciting to watch, and you don't know what he's going to do. Uh, I think that's probably where we know what Cameron's going to do all the time. He'll keep doing it all game, but he's been doing it for 10 years and, or more. And, but you know, Josh Hodgson, you know, purely off just form this year, I think he's been outstanding. Let's talk about Sam Verrills. He's come onto the scene and probably outpointed you that first week of the finals. What have you liked about his game, and will the Roosters be able to carry him for 80 minutes if Jake Friend doesn't come up on Sunday? Yeah, I think they probably will. I think he'll definitely start on the weekend. I think Jake might even be on the bench. Um, you know, they get to that 60-minute mark and need a bit of experience or something. You know, you've got Jake there, you know, he's going to come on and do a great job. But I think the best thing that what Sam's done, especially at a young age, he's come into a superstar team with a lot of great players around him. And he's uh, simplified his game. He's just had it. You know, he's, he's done his job. And with the players he's got around him... He hasn't changed uh, himself too much. He hasn't, no. He's just come in and done, done what he needs to do. And, and then the, the little highlights of his so far in his uh, short career that he's had, it's um, you know, just off the back of... You know, he backs himself. He's got a nice little kicking game when he needs to. He picks the right times to run. And, and uh, he's just making his tackles. And Does he remind you of you? With how fast he is out of dummy half and... Well, yeah, he's pretty quick. So, um, <laughs> and like you said, he got the job done over us in the first round of the finals. So, um, you know, it's going to be a good battle moving forward uh, when I come up against him. And I enjoy coming up against the, the good hookers of the game. But, you know, at such a young age, he's got a massive future ahead of him. Damien, out of the Roosters and the Raiders for South, who was the tougher team in 2019 to play against? Uh, so we beat the Roosters twice, but then they beat us when it mattered. But uh, you know, we come up. We had two games against the Raiders, and they were very tough physical games. And uh, that's not to say when we versed the Roosters in the finals, that was uh, everyone saw the first half. It was quite a whitewashed, uh, you know, one-sided game. But uh, I think this weekend, if the Raiders can play um, play their style of footy, and they've got the, one of the best goal line defence in the comp, and they can really frustrate some sides, they've got some great point scorers. So I think they're a chance this weekend. I mean, how intimidating is it when you're standing in the middle of the field and the Viking clap is going on? Oh, 
Yeah, I actually don't find it intimidating. I actually love it. Like, I think uh, and you ask a lot of the teams that go down there to play, uh, you're out there in the middle. Something we were in a huddle for us, and we did it last time we were down there. Teams get together, and you, and you just, you know, feed off the energy and that's come through the crowd. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing, the, you know, the Viking Club down there, and it, it definitely pumps you up for the game. Righto, give us a tip. Who's going to win? And who's going to be the best player on the field? <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone yelled at Bunnings. He's not playing this week. That's why there's so many fans here, because they're not going to be there on Sunday. Sorry about that. But, uh, <laughs> cheers, mate. Thank you. And uh, I'm going to go, go with Raiders, uh, purely because I'm a South player and we hate the Roosters. So... Uh, <laughs> I'll go them by eight. And if they win, I think it'll be, um, yeah, we'll go Josh Hodgson or uh, Jack White to win the Clive Churchill. Ooh, I like That'd it, I cool. like it. Well, Damien, thank you so much for your time joining us on Inside the NRL. Can the South fans and everyone here please give Damien Cook a round of applause for joining Inside the NRL. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming out. Enjoy the off-season. Jake Chavoyevich joining us very soon. But first, let's take a look at Tanisha Stanton, who has been following FanFest all week. One of the hardest fought battles will be happening this Sunday at ANZ Stadium. But things look like they're getting quite competitive here. I'm down at the Fan Fest where players are taking on fans in a game of Fortnite and things are getting pretty fierce. These young kids are actually way better than me, so <laughs> I've got some work to do. First time here at the Fan Fest and uh, yeah, the kids kids been good playing Fortnite, they've been killing it. Heaps of the boys love it, eh? I think um, Connor and Carlin are always getting it on at their house. I'm pretty bad, I'm probably the worst out of everyone, so... I try though. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King, he's, yeah, I think he's an addict. Um, he loves it. He loves the game and, yeah, he's, he's a good player at it. Worst player, Connor Watson, Aiden Guerra. I don't know, they're up there. They're pretty bad. Easily the Safidis. Safidi brothers, they, they think they're the best, but no, they're not. You know, Adam Fidel Blake was the worst player. He was no good. Um, Lockie Coker, he was probably the best. Dylan Walker was also really good, so no, it's good fun, but... Yeah, you need the gold scars, you need the scars, yeah, um, heavy snipers, you need the sniper. They've obviously built a really good game, and um, yeah, like I said, it's always changing, so they'll definitely be a good addition. Some NRL skins in there. There will be 100 people playing, 85 remotely, and 15 live across the Fan Fest and at the Grand Final for the chance to win $18,000 worth of NRL-related prizes. So make sure you get to ANZ Stadium at midday on Sunday to see who will be crowned the Fortnite champion. in Sydney, two sleeps until the NRL Grand Final. Our next guest is here, Jake Trevojevic from the Manly Seagulls. Are there any Manly fans here at FanFest? Oh, there's always one! There's always one. <laughs> Jake, how, how are you after the season? We saw Des take back the Manly Seagulls and boy, he got you into the finals. It was every week you got written off and every week you kept turning up. Yeah, it was. It was obviously a really positive year for the club. You know, it was um, obviously disappointing the way way we finished there against South. But um, looking back, you know, where we come from the year before was re really positive. A lot of young guys, you know, got some good experience and having um, Desi back has been been great for us. You know, obviously he's a great leader, great leader, um, a club legend, and having having him back as our coach has been awesome. Let's go forward to the grand final, mate. I want to focus on Josh Papali. What's he like to stop and, and what do you make of his form this year? Because he's been unbelievable for the Raiders. Yeah, his form this year has gone to another level. I think he, he looks a lot fitter. Um, he, he, seemed, he goes all day, plays big minutes. He's got um, great, great feet and contact, you know, really, really hard to handle. And um, 
just lays the foundation for them all day. And it's no no secret, you know, you got like Josh Hodgson playing great footy, but it's on the back of blokes like him and you know like Bateman and Whitehead. So they're they're a real quality team. I think they'll be um yeah re- ready to go on Sunday. They talk about how hard they are to beat, but you beat them in Canberra this year. What did you see as a weakness that the Roosters might be able to target on Sunday? Oh, I think um. You know that game we really uh, worked on, obviously slowing the ruck down. There's some real quick, quick, uh, quick men. They've got some um, great forwards. They offload a lot, so trying to limit their second phase was a was a big one for us. And just trying to really uh, win the ruck. But that's what you try and do every game. But we had a real, real big focus that day, and it it, it, it paid it paid off. And I think I think all, we did all the little things right. I know that sounds cliche, but um, against a quality team like that, that's what you got to do. Say, 14 NRL teams will be cheering on the Raiders this week. Is everyone against the Roosters? Oh, I'm, going, oh, I'm not against the Roosters. I like the Roosters. <laughs> oh, you going for the Roosters? Have you got, yeah. have you got an announcement to make? <laughs> no, no, no. Are they interested? <laughs> no, oh, I'm de- definitely not against the Roosters. I've got some really good mates in, in, in the Roosters side. And I, I, I think they've been, been the form team all, all year. So I think if they, they were to go back-to-back, they'd be um, deserving, deserving winners. Can you take us inside the locker room with James Tedesco? His level of football at the moment is above everyone else in the competition the last two years. What have you seen from him that we don't get to see in his preparation or his day-to-day stuff getting ready for the big games? I think he's just the ultimate professional. You know, he leaves um, no stone unturned. He, tra- he trains the hardest. He-, he does all the little things right. He makes sure, he- sure his body's right. You know, just does all the little things that a lot of blokes don't do and puts him in the best uh, position to-, to play the footy that we see, you know. And um, I think his last couple of years, as you said, he's won every individual award possible. He's just done it all. And it's been... Um, been unbelievable and on Wednesday night it was it was just a real deserving winner of the of the Dally M you know it couldn't have gone to anyone more deserving so um, and when you play alongside someone like that you get the confidence of having him alongside you like he just pulls off freakish things and um, saves his team time and time again so I think um, he'll be looking to have a big one on Sunday. He probably is one of the keys to winning the game on Sunday but if you were playing in that game where is the game one who is the most dangerous well where is the most dangerous there is, is it the grudge match in the forwards don't give me something generic. It's a, it's a tough one. I think um, well, both teams have great forward packs. I like um, Rhea Hargrave's inclusion for the Roosters. I think he um, is the leader of their pack. And, you know, his, um, his uh, game against South in the first semi, I think the, the open, his opening stint was one of the best I've seen from a front row. So I think him coming back is going to be awesome for us. His battle with Papali is going to be massive. You know, but I, I just like, I like the Roosters. I like, you know, Luke Keary, um, Boyd Corner. They've just got great players and um, they're all, all good guys and they've, they've been playing, playing good footy all year. So it's, it's going to be a great match, but i got one quick one for you. Which forward would you hate to go up against out of either of those sides? Pick one player. I'd pick Rhea Hargraves, yeah. I just think, yeah, just such such a good player. Aggressive. Um, he really leads the team and they, they get a lot of energy on the back of him. Get a tip, Katie. Get a yeah, tip. Yeah, yeah, Well, I, I'm pretty sure he's going Roosters. By how many and who's the, who's the Clive Churchill? I'm going um, Roosters by 12 and I think uh, Boyd Corden to Clive Churchill. Uh, Ooh, Captain's knock. I like knock. that. Uh, I like that. Too, I like that. All right. Well, let's give Jake Tavoyevich a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Now, in a couple of weeks' time, the RLPA Awards will be held and there are five nominees up for Players' Champion. Let's take a look at who those top five are.
All right, it's time for one of our favorite regular segments. It's time for Hit or Miss. Question one. The third straight premiership puts Kronk in a mortal status hit or miss. The thing with Cooper Cronk and that's going to probably work against him is the fact that he's in the generation with Jonathan Thurston and Cameron Smith. So if you're picking two from this generation, I don't think many would argue that those two should be the first up. But what has he played in nine grand finals now? He's, his resume is probably more impressive than anyone in this current crop. But I think, I think Greg Inglis and, and Cooper Cronk, and no disrespect to them, but I think they're in the tier just below Cameron Smith and Jonathan Thurston. I'm going to say... I'm torn. I'll say hit if he wins on Sunday. But that's six grand finals. He's had two taken away, obviously. But as a player, you count the you count those as a win. So I'm going to say hit. I think that we don't want too many from this generation. But that winning may put him ahead of someone else. Uh, well, Cooper Conk, nine grand final appearances in 16 seasons. Jamie, you know just how hard it is to even make a grand final, let alone play in nine of them. So well, and it's. The pressure coming on Cooper Cronk when he moved to the Sydney Roosters, we spoke about it. It was huge. They were expected to win the comp. They were expected to get one grand final out of that. They've done that. On Sunday, they have a chance to make history for the first time since 92, 93. Yeah. That, that will count for something. You know, winning doesn't count enough in, in our country to where it goes, ever else. Well, the, well, the, other thing, the other thing with Cooper Cronk is people would say he's played in good teams. He obviously played in a very good Melbourne team and a, and a very good Roosters well, team. But, teams don't win the GF. But, but also I think that he's made those players, he's made those teams good because of what he's done for the players around him. So that's a mark of a player, the way they've made other players. And especially at Melbourne, a lot of guys there who you wouldn't regard as big names, he's made them great players. So that's a mark of how good he has been. Jonathan Thurston said this morning, it's not a fluke that he's yeah. led teams to grand finals. You've got to be a very good player. You guys mentioned that you said him moving to the Roosters, he has to prove his success. What was your status? Because I'm pretty sure it was win a grand final and make a grand final. He's done that. Before his, when he signed with the Roosters, I said it's a failure if he doesn't make two grand finals and win one. So he's done that. He's made two yeah. grand finals. Whatever happens on, on Sunday night, his time with the Roosters is a success. His legacy will live on for many years. I think he must have been watching the show. He must have listened to you. He's watched back, <laughs> He's watched back himself. Um, yeah, I agree. I think they had to win one competition. They've done that. I think they've exceeded their expectations. Uh, it, quietly, they would have been confident getting another ring, but they've exceeded their expectations by going back-to-back. -back. Considering how hard it is, you've got to be lucky with injuries. I'll tell you who I feel sorry for. If the Roosters go back-to-back, -back, I feel sorry for Kyle Flanagan next year. There's no room for improvement coming in in the house with Luke Geary. It's a tough task, but you know what? Don't worry about Sunday. I think you'll be right. You'll be right? I think you'll be right. By the way, what's on you? You, you haven't let it go, mate. Nine years oh. since the day, and he's still wearing his premiership ring. Well, buddy, I only get to call it out one time a year. <laughs> They're all happy about it. Yeah. Where's yours, buddy? Where, 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 do, you, where do you keep... Here we no, go. no, 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 don't joke, encourage him. Don't encourage no, him. Nine, nine years ago yesterday. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, that, that next year, you talk about how hard it is to go back to back. That next year is so hard. You get everyone's best game week to week. You've got to be lucky with injuries, form as well. So, uh, yeah, nine years yesterday, mate. Love it. Wear it with pride. All right, second question. Victory on Sunday would be the greatest, greatest grand final win, hit or miss? There's oh, a few pretty impressive grand well, finals. I say hit. I think that you look at their teams in the you know, 89, 9, 94, they were a star-studded roster, the, the Canberra Raiders. This team, if you look at the start of the year, you told me your full-backs, Charles Nickel Clockstad, your halves are Aiden Caesar and Jack White, and I would have laughed to say they would have been in the grand final. They have done phenomenally well to be where they are, and if they do 
top of the Roosters, and, and not just any team. This Roosters team is probably the best team on paper of the last decade. So if they somehow manage to win on Sunday, it will be their greatest premiership, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think you have a look at those sides. At the start, the other Raiders, 12th or 11th. Uh, the Jack White move, I don't think anyone could have seen him pan out this way, that he would have been that good, that he would have played you know, state of origin in that position. So uh, I think, yeah, by far it'll be the biggest win in grand final. The lime milk will be everywhere, Katie. They, there'll be lime milk everywhere. To be fair, though, six weeks ago we were saying there's only, it's, a, it's a three-team race. It's between oh, yeah, two months, Roosters, two Storm and, and Lammers. It's Roosters to lose. Yeah. And I still I haven't wavered from that. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Raiders will have more supporters than the Roosters at the Grand Final. I think they will. That's a hit. I think they will. Just sheer uh, people coming down from Canberra. And if I was a criminal, and I'm not, but if I was a criminal, I'll be having a field day in the nation's capital on Sunday because there will be nobody there. What kind of there will be nobody there. Uh, I think the Roosters fans will, will come out in force. I think it might be a little bit... Uh, 50-50, I reckon. Nah, come on. There'll, there'll be a lot of fans from not, that are just generic supporters from other clubs. I think everyone will be jumping on the uh, the Raiders' bandwagon, so I think they'll have the majority of the support and probably 70,000 people doing the Viking clap. They're that'll not be a sight. If I was a Roosters, I wouldn't wait for the Viking clap. Pardon me? Don't wait for the Viking clap. Get out there. Don't oh, let them yeah. do it. Yeah. Don't let them do it. Well, oh, you can't to see... stop them. They've got a drum. It'll be great to see Mal Meningo as well. One drum with 80,000 fans. I think they can stop it's it. Very, it's a very loud drum. Trust it is. Me. And she's banged the drum before. She knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> I have magic ground. I have photo proof. Uh, I can post that on Instagram later. Crowd, <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's nothing rude about it. There's nothing wrong here. Now, before we do wrap up, we need to get your grand final tips and, of course, your Clive Churchill medalist. Who are you going? I'm going Raiders by two. And I think John Bateman on the edge is going to cause some havoc. So, okay. going Raiders by two, Bateman to win the Clive Churchill. All right, Jamie. Sydney Roosters by eight, and Sam Verrills. Sam Verrills, wow. Oh, okay, good call. Why do you think that? Because he's good. Good call. Um, it, yeah. Raiders by two, and I think Jared Croker for Clive Churchill. It'll Jared be just Croker. reward. It'd be yeah. great to see Jared Craig. He's been through so much throughout so his much. career. Haven't played rep football. No. It'll be a nice reward. Underrated. Mm. All right, before we do take off, a ticket plug because there are still a few tickets left. Go to nrl.com forward slash tickets. But also, uh, after the grand final, make sure you head to NRL's Instagram for Air Asia's high flyer competition. You can vote on that. And, of course, there are big prizes up for grabs. But we will... We will. Oh, hang on. Sorry. We can't go without having Indiana on set. This is Jamie Sowers' little girl. Hello. <laughs> she got the same tattoo this morning. She better not have had the same tattoo. I don't think Maddie would have let her have that tattoo. We'll talk about that after the show. <laughs> but thank you so much for tuning in live at Martin Place. It's been wonderful to have everyone's company. Thank you to all the fans who turned out. It's great to have you here. It's been awesome. We hope to see you out at the grand final. But if not, here's a look back at the top moments for the past decades of Deciders. There's the kickoff to the grand final of 2010. One of the most awaited grand finals of all time. And Burgess has come away pointing at his cheekbone, I think. And here's a ball inside perfectly to Stuart Maloney. Into the end goal too deep, I think. No! This is superhuman. This is unbelievable. 12 metres out in front. Thurston to choose from. He hits it. He's got it. He's got the fair goal. He's got the premiership. Keary makes a dart. Gets it out of the way to G.I. G.I.'s going to score. He's going to put another nail in the coffin. <laughs>
champion players, champion club, Melbourne wins another one. In the shadows of full time, the captain scores. I don't know whether this is a miracle or what it is, but the number 23 is out there to play. This is what they train for. This is what they bleed for. This is the dream of every player. To all you fans, you've waited 50 years for this. Turn your porch lights off because we're coming home with a trophy.